Hello. Hello. Welcome to I Have, I a, have strange a Strange Story, story podcast. podcast. Um, so this is a podcast where two sisters tell people's paranormal experiences. I'm Lindsay. I'm Rebecca. Welcome to the show. This is, I guess this is our first show of the year of 2024. Mm-hmm. 2024. Yeah. And I just did it with my, I just did it with my fingers. Anyways, um, <laughs> sorry. Um, so this is season three, episode eight. Um, thanks for checking us out. Uh, if you have a story that you'd like for us to retell, send it to us at I have a strange story podcast at gmail.com and we'll be happy to share the story uh, with everybody else who enjoys listening. Um, and also, if you like us, please rate us and review us and subscribe. Because, um, you know, we need those things to keep going. Yeah. Okay. I'm just making all we have stupid faces. I know. It's kind of weird. Oh, yeah. And so here's an announcement. We're back doing videos. Yeah. Right? Cheers to that. We haven't done videos in, I guess, a year. About a year, right? Yeah, it's been a while. We... I think we pushed it too far. Like, we were like, let's do videos, and that was cool. And then we're like, let's go live. And then we were like, this isn't as fun anymore. (laughs) Yeah, it was not fun. Doing Mm -hmm. live is really hard. Mm -hmm. So I'm, but I'm happy to be back doing this. Yeah, me too. So people can see our smiling faces. They can put a face to a voice. Um, what was I going to say? I have a few announcements. Do you have any? Yeah, I have one. Oh, okay. Do you want to do yours first, or do you want me to go first? I, I'll go first. I've been I've been holding on to this for a long time, and I'm so glad that like I remembered it. But okay. I had um, a dream, and you were in it, <gasps> and this is really cool. So like, I don't I haven't told you this, right? Or have I? I don't think so. No, you haven't told me about a dream you had with me. Okay, so so I was in a dream in the mall and the mall is kind of like my um it's like the signal that I'm dreaming so anytime that I'm in a mall and I'm dreaming that's a signal to me to be like oh I'm dreaming and I can become lucid not all the time but that's usually what I notice Uh and I was going up an escalator and I looked to my left and there was like this beautiful like rain cloud that was in there and you okay. were in front of me, and I tapped you on the shoulder, and I was like, hey, Lindsay, you know we're in a dream, right? And you just kind of looked at me like, I don't know what you're talking about. And and you <sighs> just kept on going, but I was like, Lindsay, you were in my dream, and I was just wondering if you remember that. <laughs> oh, man. I if wish- you remember That's- being there. <laughs> no, I don't mm-hmm. remember. I wish I remembered. Did I look like how I look now? Mm-hmm. Oh. Was yeah. it Lake Line Mall? Um, I don't know what mall it was. It was just a oh. mall that had yeah. the cloud in it. Mm-hmm. I don't think people go to malls anymore. I think that's Those why. Are over. I know, right? And I think that's why that's kind of my entry way to lucid dreaming is because mm-hmm. I never go to malls. Like, oh my God. I, yeah, I think about this a lot. And I think because I have, um, Okay, we're just going to get a little bit real here as far as okay. as far as, you know, childhood and shit that stuff like that goes. But I think that I disassociate a lot and like so much that that I'm 
not in reality very often. I know that sounds really terrible, but um, I'm in my own head a lot and I'm in my own imagination Mm -hmm. a lot. And so I think that whenever I'm like in the mall, I'm like, I know for sure this shit isn't real because I never go to a mall. (laughs) And so then I think it's like, okay, for sure, this is a dream. (laughs) Yeah, it makes that was it. It just reminds me of our childhood. A mall. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know, right? Even We're so we old. To, even I know we didn't go to a malls very often. I think I always wanted to go to malls. Is the thing that was the thing. It was like the place to be. It's where yeah. we bought our clothes. It's where uh-huh. we didn't really hang out with our friends. I think so much at the mall, but it was it's just the I, cool place I to be. Stealing stuff. Gas. <laughs> mm, Do you remember? I was. I had that phase of stealing. Yeah. I think, doesn't everybody go through that? <laughs> don't all young girls with no money, don't they all steal? Don't we all do that? Yeah, it's a girl thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're not alone, girlies, who stole. I did it, too. Stealing um, girlies. I have one announcement. It's, it's, it's a, okay, so I'm in my new apartment. Mm-hmm. And it was the day before Christmas Eve. I'm making cookies. I was making snickerdoodles and my boyfriend was here and there was a knock on the door and it Mm -hmm. was like, did you hear it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was that knock. It was like a friendly knock. Yeah. And like the thing is, is that this is a brand new complex and they don't give a fuck about insulation. So like you can hear everything. And Mm. I hadn't heard any other knocks. And I heard that knock and I paused and like, I looked at my boyfriend, like, did you invite somebody over? And like, no, he didn't. And so I opened the door or no, no, no. First, then the person said, Hey, it's your neighbor. I need to borrow something. And I opened the door only because my boyfriend was here Mm -hmm. and it was a man. Mm -hmm. And he said, Hey, I just got some soup from the dollar store and I don't have a can opener. Can I borrow yours? And, like, I just kind of looked at him, like, deer in the headlight, kind of. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, I'm in apartment 106. And I was like, oh, sure. And I went and got the can opener and gave it to him. He came back a few minutes later. And I was like, what apartment were you again? And he said 106. And I was like, oh, okay. And he was like, it's actually my girlfriend's apartment. And I was like, okay. Like, have a good night. So mm-hmm. I'm on the third floor. 106 is the obviously the first floor, right? Yeah. I was like, how did anybody know I was home? Hmm. Because there was no knocking on any other doors. It was only a knock on our door. Yeah. And so then I was like, well, I'm going to take Ruckus Potty. So Mm -hmm. I took Ruckus Potty and um, I took him to the courtyard. And where the courtyard is, 106, I can see the window. Mm -hmm. So I took Ruckus out and I looked in 106 and 106 was empty. (laughs) There was nobody moved into it yet. That's weird. I thought it was weird too. And I haven't ever seen the guy since. And like, who asks for, who asks for a can opener? I mean, I guess that's not so weird, but like, how did he know to knock on my door and how did he know anybody was home? Yeah. How did he figure that out? Did he go outside and like, look, and then maybe he got the apartment number wrong that he lived in. Like, I don't know. Um, so that was my weird like story. I don't know. I thought it was creepy. Yeah, it is creepy, Lindsay. (laughs) Yeah, right? Especially the way that you describe it. Like, he went outside and looked, saw that your window was 
lit up and yeah well and I then mean, I even I went to my boyfriend afterwards and I was like there's nobody in 106 and he was like stop it he gets really scared <laughs> easily he was like stop it and I was like I'm serious there's nobody in 106 because 104 is right below me. So I can follow my window down and I knew 106 wasn't over. Nobody's there. Fucking creepy. Anyways, that's my story. That's my announcement. All right, cool. When was this? This was the eve of Christmas Eve. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was you got Saturday like night. locks on your doors now and everything. That's one thing that bothers me about this apartment. Like it, I think about it a lot. So my apartment has like keypads. Mm-hmm. And there's only one lock on the door and there are keypads. And so I always think like if somebody wanted to override all the codes and unlock all the doors and break in, they could. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, that stuff keeps me up at night. (laughs) Yeah, I get that. Yeah. So I should probably buy another lock for my door. But anyway, that's it. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Uh, I know. So that's city life for you. Um, I do have, I have three stories from one person. Oh, cool. Yeah. And they're not from the city. These are stories that take (laughs) place in the creepy woods. Ooh, my favorite. The woods are just so awful. I don't know why you go in them. I love the woods. I could never. I think it was. Hopefully to see something. I recently admitted to you that like, I hate hiking. I know. That was very disappointing. And I told you the last few hikes I went on with you, I was like, when the fuck is this going to be over? (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) That's all I think the entire time. Even like when we would stop, I'd be like, how far away from the car? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's all I'm ever worried about. Um, Yeah. Okay. That's So here are my stories. They come to us from a search and rescue officer. Oh, nice. I bet they got some cool stories. Yeah. It's three of his like creepiest stories that he has. Um, so the first one is about a little boy and his sister who were picking blueberries in the woods and, um, they got out of their parents, like eyes or view or whatever, their Mm -hmm. eyes, they got out of their view (laughs) and then they disappeared and they couldn't find them. And so they started, they searched for them for about two hours and then they finally called search and rescue and they're like, Hey, our fucking kids are missing. So, um, they found the little girl really quick. Mm -hmm. Um, that wasn't a problem. And so when they found her, they were like, where's your brother? And she was like, well, the last I saw him, he was with the bear man. And they're like, what do you mean? And she was like, well, he gave me blueberries and he told me to be quiet and that he needed to play with my brother for a little bit. No. And they were like, what did he look like? And she was like, well, he had hair over his body like a bear. And then his face was really weird. And he was really tall. She was like, you know, the bear man. And she was like, so the last time I saw him, my brother was on his shoulders and they were walking through the forest and my little brother looked calm and, you know, they were walking away. And that's the last I know about my little brother. Hmm. And um, the, so the search and rescue team never found the little brother. They found no trace no. of humans at all. Yeah. Oh, and, that's so uh, sad. He has forever been, dis- he's just disappeared. Um, mm. but the little girl was insistent in what she saw and she, her story never changed up yeah. until, you know, as, as she continued to age, her story stayed the same, that yeah. it was a bear man who had a weird face that mm. took her little brother. Mm. God damn it, dude. I know. That's creepy, so right? Yeah. It's creepy and it's, and it's sad. I just hope 
and I know you've got more to get to. I'm just going to put my hopes out there that it was Bigfoot and um, Bigfoot took his little brother to go live in a better place, you know, or took her little brother to go live in a better place. I don't know, but I hope it wasn't. I mean, I thought it was Bigfoot based on what she said. So the only, you know, I've never heard of people say that Bigfoot can talk. Hang on just a second. I'm sorry. You remember whenever I said that Bruce was going to act up? Yes. He's doing it right now. Good. Thanks for that. So I haven't heard of anybody mentioning that Bigfoot could talk, but it's interesting yeah. because lately I did, I have heard about how Bigfoot is like a spiritual being, you know, especially to um, the <laughs> native community. Like he's uh-huh. an inter interdimensional um, soul that is the protector of earth. Yeah. I think that's yeah, I pretty think, awesome. I think I've heard about that too. Is there, so is there anybody else who can talk? Does Dogman talk? That's a good question. I don't know. I've never heard of Dogman talking. And then I've never heard of, um, oh, what's it called? What's the story I did not too long ago with the woman who we thought it was Dogman or Wolfman or something. But yeah. It was a wolf, oh, what was it? Yeah, I was like, it was, oh. yeah i don't know um if it was dog man or a werewolf i can't remember yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. uh i don't know of any of these things that can talk yeah so there's a lot of things that can mimic i think Mm -hmm. um but it's hard to but i think that there are probably some entities and some spiritual beings that do have that are have like um self-awareness and that Mm -hmm. can communicate verbally i -hmm. you know i think that everything can communicate i think you know and making noise is just a form of communication scaring people is a form of communication i guess but yeah like it's i think i just haven't heard a whole lot of stories about Bigfoot communicating, or yeah. I don't know about about like Dogman or a werewolf. I think that with with a werewolf, right? They like they don't know what they are anymore. Yeah, who they are, who their friends are, so they probably can't talk. So what's interesting is, so this is the one man with his stories in the same area. There were three people who went hiking. It was a grandpa, his daughter, and his granddaughter. Mm-hmm. And the granddaughter climbed up a tree to get a better view of where they were. Mm-hmm. And she never came back down. She never came back down the tree. And the mother and the grandpa stood at the bottom of the tree for two hours calling for her. And she never responded. And they never found a trace of her ever again. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Another disappearing yeah. child? This is the same area? Yeah. It's the same area. And they didn't hear anything. They didn't see anything. She didn't scream. There was nothing audible. She climbed up the tree and just disappeared. Why mm-hmm. do people go into nature is my question. <laughs> I mean, Nature seriously. is natural. You know. Everything was put on this earth 
for us to live here. Everything mm-hmm. we needed. And mm-hmm. I've heard that theory and I talk about it all the time is that the, the, the things that are going to kill us are already here. Nothing is coming for us is one theory. <laughs> There's no aliens coming for us from outer space. They're already here. They're in the ocean. Everything that can like chemically kill us is here. There's poisonous shit everywhere. Mm. There's mm-hmm. stuff that we could eat and die. You know what I mean? Everything mm-hmm. is already here. Yeah, we all but then everything I was like, you ever need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then I was like, maybe aliens got her from the tree. I don't know. <laughs> that was the first thing I thought of was that something above her had to have gotten her. I have a feeling it was like the fae or the fairies or something like maybe she climbed up a a tree that was in portal to the fairy world. A portal to the fairy world? Mm-hmm. That sounds so lovely. <laughs> Even though fairies are mean, I like to think it's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. I still you think know- of Tinkerbell. Yeah, I I don't think that's how the I don't think that's how fairies are, for real. Like I don't even mm. like to talk about them because I don't think that it I don't think that it's, like that's the only thing that I really have kind of a superstition about is the fae and the fairy oh. pe- people oh. is like it's hard to, for me to even acknowledge that they exist because that's the thing that they don't really like they don't like any acknowledgement, um. But, like, going into the fairy realm and being taken is definitely... Oh, my gosh. Lindsay, so you brought up aliens. I'm bringing up the the fae. Um, yeah. And did you know that there's a correlation to both of them as being possibly the same thing? No. Like, they have... They have similarities in different types of folklore that... Um, that kind of resemble each other. So like there's something with salt and I think with iron and um, people that have experienced like extraterrestrial um, or alien um, encounters or experiences. um, There's something to do with salt. Like they don't like salt and something to do, I think with iron and both of those communities, the Fae and, and aliens or extraterrestrials are, that's kind of their similar thing there's more to it i don't have anything but that's just interesting that we both brought that up well thank god i love salt shit i know right (laughs) nobody's getting in this house (laughs) so so you don't you don't like to talk about the fae and i don't like to talk about aliens and we both brought up the shit we don't like oh hell we sure did moving on okay um okay so which one is this one oh my god this one is good This one is super creepy. I thought it was, uh, I don't think these stories are fake, but this is the, like, I was like, this can't be real, right? Yeah. So it sounds like a movie. Um, Mm -hmm. So this time they were looking for a hiker who had gone missing, who again Mm -hmm. was an experienced hiker. So like, it reminds me of the missing 411, which is typically really experienced hikers who go deep into national parks and forests and then they disappear mysteriously. And then you find things like all their clothes and all their, you know, food and water in one place. And then you find their body like five miles away. And it makes no sense because they're experienced, right? Yeah. Um, okay. So this is a, an experienced guy. Um, he got to the top of wherever he was hiking to. And when he got there, there was a man who was facing away from him who had on just like ski pants and a parka. Mm-hmm. And he didn't have any hiking gear with him, which he thought was weird. Mm-hmm. So he walked up to the man and like tapped him on the shoulder, like to say hi. 
And uh, the man turned around and looked at him, and he didn't have a face. Ooh. Ooh. And he was so terrified that he ran to get get away and to climb back down. And as he was climbing back down in a hurry, he wasn't as thoughtful, and he fell. And he mm. fell in a crevice, and he broke his leg. Oh, no. And so that's why he hadn't returned from his hike. Mm. So when they went to find him, they found him in the crevice, and he was inconsolable. He was so upset, and all he could talk about was this man without a face. And apparently when he fell in the crevice and he was laying there, couldn't move, he had to listen to this man without a face climb up and down the mountain and having like, he had muffled screams the whole time he climbed up and down the mountain. Lindsay, this is sick. That is it's something scary, out of right? a horror story. Yeah. That's what I said, too. I was like, this has to be from a movie. So then he said that um, they, they, you know, they got him out of there. And he said that he was, like, terrified of that area after that. Mm-hmm. So this is, this is another story that this man has experienced from these folks, that they've wow. told him about what happened to them and, and on their hikes. Oh my God. I just, it seems like, do you remember that movie that I was really excited about? And I was like, I think it's a true story. And it was the guys that went like hiking and they found that cabin and then there was like the, the guy with the chainsaw chasing them or something. Do you remember that? And then you were Mm-mm. like, Lindsay, it was, it wasn't a real movie. And I was like, damn it. Or it wasn't a true story. I was really I upset remember. about it, but yeah. Mm. Um, it was like a year ago. I think I told you about it, but this just seems like a movie. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. That seem that does not seem like real life. I know. Yeah, that's I crazy. I believe it, but yeah. Yeah, So that was yeah. his experience there. Okay, so this is my third and final story, or his third and final story. Um, okay, so there was a woman that they were searching for. They were called in. She was with a group, and she was hiking with them, and she went missing. Um, and they found her, and they mm-hmm. found her curled up under, like, a rotting log, mm-hmm. and she didn't have any of her equipment with her, and her shoes were gone. Oh, no. Um, and so they were able to get her up, and they were able to, like, assist her to walk. And they are like, let's get you out of here. Let's get you back to the, like, campground. So they were walking her back, and she kept stopping. And she was like, why is that huge man with black eyes following us? And he said <sighs> their first impression was she's in shock. And this mm-hmm. is a symptom of shock, and that's why um, she's feeling this way. But it was, it was enough for them to turn and look behind them. Like, yeah. to see what was there, right? Yeah. So they turned and looked behind them, and they didn't see anything. So, again, they just thought it was shock. Um, as they got closer to the campground of where they were heading, um, she got more and more upset. And eventually she stopped, and she started yelling into the forest that she wanted him to leave her alone. Um, and after that, they kept walking, and then he started hearing noises. He started oh hearing noises all around him. And he said it sounded like a cough, but it was much deeper of a cough, and it uh-huh. was louder. Oh, shit. Um, and there was kind of like a rhythm to it as it was going on all around him. Um, so as soon as they could see the base, it was within eye shot. She turned to him with wide eyes, and she stopped him. And she said, he wants you to speed up because he doesn't like looking at the scar on your neck. 
And he told us at this time that he did have a scar on the back of his neck, but it was usually covered up by his the collar of his shirt, right? Uh-huh. Um, and he said then he heard coughing in his right ear that was really loud, which he said it scared the shit out of him. And they booked it, and they got mm-hmm. back to the camping ground. Um, and he was very relieved to leave that area that night, and he didn't yeah. go back. Holy shit. So that's, that's his the third worst. And final story. I cannot imagine the the trauma, the trauma of hearing these stories and whatever, whatever you think, would you really want to go back into the woods by yourself? (laughs) Not by myself. Like, I I just wonder how he can go back to his job. I know. Like, imagine having a job like that. What a difficult job. Yeah. I could never. And I don't want to go in the woods anyways. Fuck all that shit. I am not one of those people. I don't care about it. I think it's great that people like doing that shit. And like the whole survivalist thing is really cool. I wish I could do it, but I don't, I don't want to. Yeah, that's fair. I don't want to do that either. But like, I like to go into, I like to go for hikes and stuff like that. It's a lot of fun. Mm -mm. And, Mm -mm. but you know, like I go for, I go, I go hiking alone or I have my dog with me. Um, and he's a big dog, not to say that he could take on a Bigfoot or a person without a face or, um, an entity that coughs and has big black eyes that nobody can see except for that poor lady. Yeah. But, um, I'm not like ignorant to the fact that Bigfoot might be out there. I shit you not every time I go, even if it's a trail that's like heavily populated, very like in Colorado, there's a lot of trails that people go on like every weekend. And so it can get kind of congested, but there are Mm -hmm. times whenever you don't see people for a long time on the hike, or sometimes you don't see them at all. Um, and I'm always looking around for Bigfoot. One time we, me and my dog went for a hike and, um, he just started barking at something in front of us that I didn't (gasps) see. I know. Right. And he was just, and he just had this big, loud bark, and he was standing there, and he had his hackles up, and he was pissed, and he was barking, and I was like, I don't see what you see, but how about we keep going? And so, like, I'm pretty sure that he was barking at just a a rock, like a big rock, because once we got up to it, he stopped, he stopped barking, but still, like, (sighs) I always worry that Bigfoot's going to come running through there, and... Well, is... Bigfoot known to to attack people? Is Bigfoot known to attack people? I don't think so, but there has. I think that, like, they probably don't want contact with humans as much as possible. Yeah. and But I don't think that they are benevolent. I think that most of the time that they are, but I think if probably if you got into their territory and they were pissed, yeah, that they would throw some bows, you know, like, I mean, this is what I think. They mm-hmm. know, you know, <laughs> and they're going to be nice to you. It'll I be okay. So. I want to be thing. like, you're one of my favorites. I have a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> if aliens show up on me, like, dude, don't worry. I have a whole podcast about y'all and like, y'all are fine. Like, just leave me alone or just like, me give alone. me, give me a higher position in y'all's like spaceship. And mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. You know, cause I can be in charge of stuff. Like, it's cool. I know the stories. So Ooh. you can just see your way out of yeah, my little li- apartment. <laughs> <laughs> or if you want to make me the stage manager, I can totally do that. Mm-hmm. 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 I can manage all the people. 
Yeah, you're good at that. I'm a good boss. Yeah, no, yeah, it'd be you great. Are. Yeah, it'd be great. Um, you would be getting shit done. I would get shit done for the aliens. I think I want to stop talking about them right now. Okay. <laughs> the instant. <laughs> It's time. <laughs> it's what stories do you have, Rebecca? Well, I have a cool story that you're going to love that okay. probably hits home a little bit. It's about a mimicking voice. Uh, you know, so I feel like you're an expert on this. <sighs> yeah. So this happened um, a couple of months ago, which this was probably a couple of years ago now again now. Um, but her this woman's inside and her husband um, came in from the garage and it was late. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. It was like 10 p.m. And she says they have a baby. So that's late for them. And he was literally shaking. He, she said that his arm hairs were all standing up. And he'd asked, like, have you been calling my name? And Oof. she said, I had not. Um, that she's been scrolling for 45 minutes and in her own world. And he was really freaked out. And he just swore that he had heard her calling him and um, even, like, turned around to acknowledge her. And then, and she was like, whatever. And she just kind of shrugged it off. You know how people do. Yeah. Until it happens to you. Because then she was like, (laughs) Um, so then she was in her nursery. She was rocking her son. And um, she was trying to get him to go to sleep. She was in the living room, and the baby monitor was right next to her. And she says that she heard what she thinks is her husband quietly saying, baby, baby, baby. No, no. Oh, I know. Over and over again. (laughs) Like, he was trying to keep quiet but still get her attention. And so sometimes they, you know, forget to get water or their phones or whatever um, before they go in to, in to do, like, the rocking of the child to get them to go to sleep. And so um, she figured that he just needed some help. And so she went into the nursery to find the baby asleep in his arms. And her husband was on his phone. And she kind of whispered, asked what he wanted. And he just kind of looked back at her with like this confused look like didn't know what she was talking about and then she went back into the living room and texted him and she was like what did you need i heard you asking for me and he was like i didn't ask anything of you i don't need anything i didn't say anything oh my god yeah it wasn't him that was talking through the baby monitor oh my and god she's, yeah and she said that it couldn't have been a, a like a video that she was hearing through the baby monitor because they say that they don't want to do that. You know, whenever you're ha- you're trying to put a baby to sleep, you don't have on YouTube videos or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, yeah. So they both heard their names being called um, in each other's voices in the same house. Um, and I just think that like, okay, what do you think the intention of? is of of having these mimicking voices like what do you think the outcome of that is i sometimes i think it's just to fuck with people yeah yeah just to be like little tricksters yeah like little tricksters just interacting with the a different realm of Mm -hmm. living you Mm -hmm. know what i mean like Mm -hmm. maybe to see if you can or um Mm. yeah just just a playfulness 
on their part. Yeah. And they don't understand how fucking scary it is. Which I can see that. I would probably do that to people. You know. I would probably fuck with people. Right. Like. I would fuck with people. Totally. <laughs> like, I, I did. Like. <laughs> I just. Yeah. I went through this whole thing. <laughs> yeah. No. I was like, would I? And I was like. Yes. A hundred percent. I would fuck with people. Mm, so like, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it, guys. Mm. You don't have to do it to me. It's all right. We've already, like, aliens leave me alone. Ghosts leave me alone. I get it. We get it. You are the (laughs) ultimate pranksters. You win. You don't have to prank me. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, What do you think it is? Like, what do you think? Do you you think it's anything like that? Or do you think it's sinister? Or, like, you know what I mean? I've heard... So, different stories that I've heard, I think it means different things to different people. So, I do feel like in this situation, like... Just getting the other person's attention is just kind of like what you say as a trickster sort of thing to do it because you can Mm -hmm. do it because you can fuck with these people. And it is kind of like just a bunch of teenagers being like, you know, yeah, I did it. Now your turn. Um, But then the other thing that I had, you know, like what is a doppelganger? I just kind of feel like that might be a little bit more sinister because what the like the end goal of that usually I think is for them for somebody to get them to follow them um death huh it's like death to yeah murder them yeah like and like take their place yeah like we I don't know that for sure but I just do feel like it is a little bit more um premeditated in a way mm-hmm. and especially if you're gonna it go is. like full face full body and then you kind of lure people away from something or whatever yeah like whenever you so I'm gonna bring up you because you had it done you heard your voice being called a lot so like whenever you had you had your experience and you were you heard your name being called by our mom and it was never her Mm -hmm. um so Mm -hmm. is there is a couple of things either our mom was fucking with you and she just didn't tell you but that's not really the type of person yeah. that she was. Um, yeah, she wasn't really a trickster. Mm-mm. She didn't all. play pranks or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And so, like, this voice that's 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 messing with you, maybe it was because, too, at the time, you were young and you were in that adolescent, you know, phase. And that's mm-hmm. whenever a lot of, like, activity kind of starts to, to really rear its head. The other thing that I wanted to bring up that I almost forgot is that they have this baby now. And I'm not saying that it's the baby, <laughs> you know, I'm, yeah. but it's yeah. but like they are just closer to the spiritual realm than we, yeah. you know, fully grown ass adults are. And so I think that sometimes yeah. babies bring in this sort of thing, not to be a jerk or, 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 intentionally but i think it's because they are freshly new from like the spiritual realm that maybe there's these other things that kind of followed them i agree and i know that for myself i've also read that um adolescent girls girls going through puberty they have a they attract a lot of spirits Mm -hmm. because of the change and everything they're going through and i know when i would hear mom call me it was around that age right i was a teenager when i heard it a lot I was also, let's add to that, let's layer this cake for everybody. I was also really depressed. And whenever you're depressed and not doing well, you also attract a lot of spiritual energy too. Mm -hmm. And then uh, as an adult, I heard it. And I heard mom calling me 
Uh, and I immediately knew it wasn't her because I was an adult living in my own house mm-hmm. and she didn't live there. But I right. heard her call my name. Right. But I was also, again, going through a really hard time. Right. Um, and, and depressed and not doing well. Um, so it is interesting. And you're right because babies are, they're more prone to that type of activity too. So yeah. I'm in agreement with you that that's what it could be. And I also ask what they they were going through. And if it's a new baby, I imagine the mom is having a lot of changes too. Sure. Mm-hmm. That could be attracting things or the husband. I mean, either one. Oh, you want to know something interesting that I just thought about. So I used to go yeah. to these death cafes where you would go in with just a group of people and you would sit down and just discuss death. And it was like, um, it wasn't a a grieving type of group or anything like that. It was just the topic of like anything you wanted to talk about with death. And so it could be like what you think the transition is, um, or getting your affairs in order or, um, how your, how you have been brought up to view death, like your culture and your community, the way that you were, how death surrounded you and so it's just an interesting topic and um a couple of people that would show up are death doulas do you know what that is yeah i had never heard of that telling me about Mm -hmm. it yeah yeah and they super cool so cool right and i had no idea that people were death like that was a thing but it makes a lot of sense but they describe death um a lot like describing birth like the way that you, you, you die, your body goes through all these changes, your mind goes through all these changes. And then that's kind of the same thing that happens whenever you, whenever you're birthing in, you know, a child into the world or whatever. Um, it's just, there's so many similarities in the cycle of birth and death. And, um, uh, like getting more into maybe like the way that, um, spiritually the womb is for for uh you bring life in through the womb the mother brings life in and so it is kind of like a portal on it and it's on its own this womb that's creating life in in your belly that is kind of in another realm you know what i mean and just Mm -hmm. that magic that happens whenever you are developing a fetus and you're growing a child in your belly and then the process of childbirth which does a lot of stuff to your body brings new life in and i think that um thinking of the womb of like the female reproductive organs as like a spiritual gift a bringer of life Mm -hmm. from the universe Mm -hmm. like definitely that could be a portal in a way (laughs) for other spirits no i I agree with you because women are magical number one so magical I know. And also there's such things, this is, um, and I think it's a long, okay. So there's death doulas, there's doulas to bring babies into the world, but there's also abortion doulas. Oh, I did not know about that. Yeah. Who help women that are going through that experience. So they're helping in that process, which is also pretty cool, but it's, I think it's along the same lines, bringing life in and, and life leaving. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but also when we're talking about all those things, I also want to say that I still feel like I would be a teenager if I ever got pregnant. I still like, I'm a teenager. I can't be pregnant. Like, I don't know if you feel, do you? 
Yeah, I feel that way. It's never mm-hmm. it's never changed for me. I know. Like, I feel so like terrible. I'm in my twenties. Like whenever I'm around, like know. it's just like that comedian that you sent me. It's like you old farts, and it's like I'm 42. You know. <laughs> <laughs> But I feel like I'm, like, 20. Seriously. It's so weird. I know. Remember those group of girls that, like, they thought I was their age? And they were like, let's go out. And then I told them how old I was. And they were like, mm, And they never talked to me again. Yeah. I know. Such a stigma, oh, man. great. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah it's, it's weird. Being in your 40s is pretty cool. Like, it's a, like, it's a little bit hard to... to to say because I don't really feel like I'm in my forties. Um, but being in your forties is fun. And, uh, I am in this group for four people who are 40 years old and up. And I'm like one of the younger forties, 40 year olds, one of the youngest people in the groups. And it just makes you feel really good. (laughs) Yes. Are you even supposed to be here? That's what I would want people to say to me. They'd be like, there's no way. And I'm like, I know. I can't be 40. I have little space buns. Yeah. I can't be. Exactly. I know. Nobody ever believes my age. And I'm like, I know. It's so hard. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'd be a teen if I was pregnant. It would be a teen pregnancy. It would be awful. Like, how are you going to do, how are you going to do high school? Like, what's going to happen? Are you going to drop out? My boyfriend better drop out of high school, too. (laughs) To help you raise this baby. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. We skipped over a lot right there. We got into spiritual, but as soon as we got into spiritual, I was like, let's make it funny. I know. (laughs) Girls are magical as fuck. That's right. We're young forever. We are teen moms. (laughs) That's where the conversation went. I wonder how many women who have babies who are not teenagers feel like they're teenagers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like, I think, and I could be wrong, but just my lens is that it's one of the scariest things to go through. Yeah. I'm terrified of it. That's that's one reason I don't want to have babies. Mm. Terrified. Terrified to give birth. Terrified to carry it. Terrified to raise it. Yeah. Like, I'm terrified of the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, it was never in the cards. I'm always, yeah. yeah. I think it's really interesting for women who are very excited and love it. Yeah, I think that that it like I find that even more fascinating to be like. I know you are very. You're cool. ready to like to dedicate your your body and your life to this other thing, and like I know that it's different. You know, like whenever people actually yeah. do that, it's it is a different experience. But I, I think that too, like I've just never had the pull to do that, and so it really boggles my mind that people actually want to do that I've had a little dog my whole life you have and that's all I needed to teach me how to be a mother it's true yeah Mm -hmm. anyhow yeah I guess that's all we have huh yeah welcome to 2024 it's gonna be a great year that's all I've had yeah it's the year (laughs) of the dragon so that's cool is it it's the year that I wish it was the year of the rat. Yeah, it's not. Because I'm a rat. I'm. Are you? No, you're not a dragon. You're you're uh, a chicken, right? Or a cock? I'm a cock. <laughs> you're a cock. Just right? a big old cock. Yeah. Well, I'm being serious. <laughs> yes, I am serious as well. I am a big cock, Lindsay. <laughs> okay. 
in college a girl said I looked like a rat and it's always stuck with me. That's so mean. But I mean rats are cute. I love rats. I don't have a problem. I think I had a dream about rats last night now that you say that. Oh, weird. Yeah. Isn't that weird how things just Anywho. pop back up? I know. Um, thanks everybody for joining in. First show of 2024 and it's a video and we're excited to be back. And uh, we will not do any lives, but we will for sure do some videos for you. <laughs> we are cool with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, listen, rate, review. That's all we've got. Bye. Bye.